The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power. Popolitikin.com What's going on, everybody? This is your man, Wordsmith, out of Baltimore City. And right now, I'm rocking on Popolitikin. Keep it locked. There is a time when you need force, no resource for me to enforce my ride of speech, my lead me horse, I bear the torch, let's march forth, July the 4th, we set the course for this independent outreach, <laughs> you say free, but I feel the leash and I release the beast, sick of the YouTube clips with a gun go click and a cop don't miss and an innocent man is dead in the whip and we got conflicts and the two don't mix and we all on the news just throwing fits and we lose our cool, man. When reality hits and you get to shit Look at the way I live and look at the way I dress Look at the way I talk, the way I walk, the boy too fresh Make a move, you don't like it Say a word, you don't like it Not a chance, we change your course or show remorse Exercise of force You better stick and move You better duck and hide You better stick and move You better duck and hide You better stick and move No chance, we change your course or show remorse it's coming back, not guilty Hush money from the civil case Them pockets laced and filthy Dollar signs in that tombstone There's an empty room in that kid's home And his parents just got videos Of that fatal shot to their son's doom Look for the truth, don't get it We don't wanna hear this and that, we live it Life goes on and we just dismiss it Protest, we solicit It was Michael Brown, Keith Scott, Freddie Green We all watched Injustice, we need peace cops so Look at the way I live and look at the way I dress Look at the way I talk, the way I walk, the boy too fresh Make a move, you don't like it Say your words, you don't like it Not a chance, we change your course or show remorse Exercise of force you better stick and move You better duck and hide You better stick and move You better duck and hide You better stick and move No chance we change your course or show remorse Exercise of force Take this freedom, man. We gonna live our life. Live our life. Look at the way I live and 
Look at the way I dress. Look at the way I talk. The way I walk. The boy too fresh. Make a move you don't like it. Say a word you don't like it. Not a chance. We change a course or show remorse. Exercise of force. You better stick and move. Force. You better duck and hide. Force. You better stick and move. Force. You better duck and hide. Force. You better stick and move. Force. No chance. We change a course or show remorse. Exercise of force. Welcome back to PoleTalkTicking.com, your home for self-helping tip-hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, type in PoleTalkTicking. Listen to my interviews the past 11 years, 1212, place to be with Wordsmith. How you doing, bro? I'm good, I'm good, man. Congrats to you. You just said 11 years? Yeah, man, I've been doing it. I've been doing my thing, my grind, my grit. Yeah, I didn't realize. I know you've been doing the show for a while, man. I didn't realize you, you know, have been doing it that long, man. So definitely big congrats to you. Yeah, appreciate it. I would say I, I was looking, the last interview we did was like two years ago. So how everything been doing the last two years for you? Oh, man, it's been great, man. I actually been uh, spending a lot of my time touring uh, over the past two years. I've been to, um, I've been to Haiti, Azerbaijan. Uh, I've been to Africa twice. And I've been to, I just recently came back from Estonia, Latvia, uh, Belarus, um, the Baltic States area in Europe. So I just been moving, man. So how you hook up with that, like, you know, tours like that? Uh, I got two people that fund me, man. It's crazy. One of my funders is actually the State Department in D.C. Because uh, I do lectures at the State Department a lot of times. And when I do these lectures, I get to meet a lot of the different people that work at the embassies around the world. So I build a lot of relationships and uh, they're always looking to do programs and they're always looking to try to bring, I would say, motivational hip hop or hip hop that's got a message or conscious hip hop to different parts of the world. So, you know, the type of brand of hip hop I make fits that description. So I've been able to travel a lot because of that. And then what is, when you say motivation hip hop, so what is kind of hip hop is that to you? Uh, this hip hop that gives people energy, gives them purpose in life. Um, I would say uh, encourages them to be their best, but also, you know, as you know, my hip hop's also politi politically driven as well. You know, I'm not afraid to share my opinion talk about what's going on and, you know, in the real world, you know, issues and so forth. So I just try to do a good mixture of, you know, putting positivity up there, encouraging people, but also encouraging people to speak up and share their opinion. Okay, you know, why you go about wordsmith? Uh, I mean, a couple of reasons, man. One, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, I would call myself an old school artist. I believe in storytelling. So I still tell stories through my music, even though I try to keep it current. Um, and then also just on the lyrics side, I'm, I'm really big into the detail of lyrics, uh, no matter what subject I'm talking about. So I just felt like the name fitted. And then what made you want to, like, what, where were you at when you knew you wanted to do this as a career? Oh, man, I was, it's crazy. I was almost 30, man, when I decided I wanted to do this as a career because I was actually trying to do acting. And I had got invited to Penn State Graduate School and I had got down to the top five out of 300 people that got invited and I didn't make it. And I said to myself, if I don't make it into Penn State, I'm just going to focus on music. And that was back in 2009. Hmm. So, so what do you say, like some of your, your style and like what do you try to talk about? You just kind of talking about already, but what do you say your style and some of the things you try to talk about in your music? I just try to keep it real blue collar, man. Like I got records like living like check to check. I got a promotion on my job, uh, force, you know, stacks. I mean, a lot of my titles, they're self-explanatory. I just really try to make music that's about everyday life. You know what I mean? We all, 
would love to live the glitz and glamour and have all the nice things. And you should strive for that. You know what I mean? That's the American dream. But, you know, unfortunately, most of us, we don't get to that level. We don't know anything about that life. So I just try to talk about what I know, how I grew up, some of the things I've seen. So when people hear my music, they can just really relate and be like, I've been through that or I know somebody that's going through that and I can relate to this guy. You said you had a song called I Got a Promotion on My Job. Yeah, I do, man. All those titles, yup, I got a promotion. <laughs> well, yep. You want to do a song about that? You got a promotion your job, huh? Yeah, I did, man. And, you know, a lot of my songs are from life experience. Um, I had got a promotion and I was like, yo, I got to write a song about that. And uh, even when I was going through my struggles, just, you know, trying to make ends meet, I was like, oh, I got to write a song about this. And so I was like, living life check to check. You know what I mean? So real life experiences, man. And you were saying you do the lecture. So like, what are some things you talk about in the lectures you do? I do three ty- three different types of lectures, man, and I do them here in Baltimore City, where you know I live at, but also, of course, around the world. And I do an anti-bully musical lecture where I talk to the kids about bullying, not judging people so quickly, being comfortable in their own skin. But also, I bring my live band into the schools, so I'll lecture for like two minutes, and then I'll break into one of my songs that pretty much sums up what I just talked to the kids about, and they love it. You know what I mean? Because they get a chance to gain knowledge but still have fun. And then I also do a hip hop history lecture where I, you know, teach the kids about where hip hop started. I teach them what a break beat is. We give them an example of break beats and break beat dance. We, uh, we teach them drumming, keyboarding, songwriting, dance choreography. Um, and then we put on like a little show at the end of that. And then another lecture I do is called a message of purpose lecture where I just encourage kids to start thinking about what they want to be in life and tell them to start, um, thinking about why they were put here on this earth. So. Just again, all my stuff is about encouraging people to be their best. Man, what is hip hop to you? Hip hop to me is the culture. It's uh it's uh definitely the the rap side of it where, you know, of course the songs, um, then you got DJing, you got um uh graffiti, and you got dance. So there's like four elements of hip hop. So to me it's the whole culture. Cause I get this question asked a lot, especially when I'm on tour, they'd be like, Is hip hop and rap the same thing? And they're not. Rap is the actual art form of spitting, your lyricism, your bars. That's rap. That's rap. Hip-hop is the whole culture. Like I said, the four elements. And um, that's what I love about this game, man, is hip-hop influences the world. And then I'll say, are, are rappers leaders to you? It depends, man. I mean, I know in the 90s growing up, you know, there was a lot of uh, groups that had a lot to say. You know what I'm saying? And um and that's why I'm still a message-driven artist to this day is that I grew up on an artist that even if they was making a fun song, it's still they were telling a story. It was about something. And I'm not knocking the cats today. I like some of the music today, but a lot of the music comes out today is about absolutely nothing. Um, it's just like a hard beat. <laughs> and that's it. And so I just, you know, hip-hop to me still is, it's a culture, but it's been, to me, really forgotten in a lot of ways. And for some reason, all the great pioneers that we've had in this game, it's like a lot of these younger cats either don't care to know about them or they haven't been in a position to where they have learned about, hey, this cat has laid the path for you to have the career and the money you're making now. And then I said, we talked like two years ago. So uh, what are all the projects that you dropped in the last two years? Or you just been mostly touring? I've been touring a lot, man. Um, I did drop a project, uh, say, like a year and a half ago. It was called Perspective Jukebox. And mm. I called it that, uh, the perspective side that, you know, every song has a perspective on life. And then the jukebox side is 
every song is a record that you could hear in a jukebox. I mean, there's hip hop on there, there's R&B on there, there's club music, there's some EDM on there, there's conscious hip hop, there's lyrical hip hop on there. So uh, I just tried to give a little bit of everything. You know, I try to really make conscious commercial music where you can think, you know, if you're a person that loves lyrics and you love a message, you love my music for that. But if you're a person that just loves to rock out and just bob your head, um, I make, you know, my music's very commercial as well. Uh, also, during that time, man, I've been working with the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra out here in Baltimore. And I did a classical piece of music called Carnival to Animals that's been around for decades and it actually has narration in it. And the symphony orchestra hired me to write uh, hip hop poetry and hip hop narration to it. And then I'm actually working on Beethoven 9 with them uh, literally right now. And we're going to debut in June uh, 2020. And if you know anything about Beethoven 9, man, it's been around. It's one of the most famous classical pieces of music ever created. Uh, so, you know, I'm just blessed to have an opportunity, especially as a hip hop artist, to to write some new lyrics for it and, and rearrange a lot of the chorus sections that have, haven't been touched in, shoot, almost 100 years. So you're going to be like that, uh, that Beyonce and Most Death movie? <laughs> yo, yo, I can't, bro. I can't remember. You just took me back, my man. I, yeah. So yeah, I guess I'll be a little something like that, man. I would say, uh, <laughs> and I know you just came out with a video called Force. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that one. I make sure I play that song right here. Yeah, definitely, man. This I wrote that song off of a actually a life experience I had um about two and a half years ago. I you know, a lot of people, you probably see stories about Baltimore City, you know, cops and a lot of the stuff that goes on out here. You know, I, unfortunately, I was one that dealt with it. Um, I was literally chilling one night. It was at a buddy of mine's birthday party. I was hanging outside the club with a buddy of mine. It was probably like one thirty in the morning. The clubs don't even close in Baltimore City to 2, sometimes 3 in the morning. And I'm talking about it was a lot of people outside. And this cop, this white cop you know, pretty much singled my buddy and I out and was like, hey, you guys need to get out from out, you know, out from under the club. All I said back to this dude was, I said, the clubs don't close right now. And by the time I literally got done with my statement, I was thrown to the ground, handcuffed, put into the paddy wagon. They drove me around for 45 minutes with this other dude that they arrested probably for no reason. And I literally spent the whole weekend in the Baltimore City uh, jail for literally just voicing uh my opinion to the cops. So what did so you learn from that experience? What I learned from it, man, is yeah. unfortunately you can't really even speak up to the cops out here. You got to take your fight to those with, I would say, uh, even a bigger power like City Hall or a politician because if the cops want to be right, they're going to be right. If the cops want to arrest you, they're going to arrest you, whether you did something wrong or not. So, you know, my oldest son is 15 and I just tell him, I'm like, you know, we live out here in the city. Even if you're not doing anything wrong, you just got to keep your mouth shut and just do what they tell you. Because in this day and age, you could literally lose your life just from taking a walk down the street. You know what I'm saying? And that's sad to think. But uh, that's what that song was built off of. And then also all the riots we had out here from Freddie Gray. I'm just trying to find some way to keep the discussion alive, but also try to find a peaceful way for cops and, and our, you know, our local citizens to you know, come together. Now I'll ask you, like, I know you, like, you've been making music for a while now, so what's, like, motivating you to keep doing it? Man, the impact I've been having around the world, you know, I'm not a big superstar by no means, man. And, um, you know, that was that was my dream at once, just like any other artist. But you get to a point in your career where 
you're like, all right, if I'm going to do this for a living, I got to find my path. And my path was doing message driven music, man. My path was talking to the kids and talking to the youth and encouraging the kids. And so that's provided me a career. And besides that, I write a lot of music for, for TV, films and games. And I encourage any indie artists, get your, get your licensing placements. Because once you get one song placed in a movie or a show, you make money for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I would say touring and licensing my music, that's what has allowed me to be a full-time musician, man, the past couple of years. And then what, what, I guess what rapper put you, because it sounds like you kind of followed the blueprint, so what rapper did you look at and was like, he kind of influenced you to do what you're doing now? Man, to be, be honest, I didn't look at anybody, man. I had my favorite artists that I love, but I truly just kind of was like, all right, you know, what is my path? What type of artist do I want to be? You know, I've been making music for a minute and probably about, I would say five years ago is when I said, yo, I, this is the type of hip hop I want to do. You know, I want to make hip hop that's going to really affect uh, kids and just affect my community and uplift people, you know, and not on no gospel tip, not on no, you know, a Christian rapper tip, but just making real life music. You know what I'm saying? That, like I said, that everyday people can relate to. Yeah, because I said the only rappers I can really think about is like Nas kind of already been like that, and I think once Jay Z start beefing with Nas, I think Jay Z like that. But like, yeah, I don't no care. it's not not a lot of rappers that really kind of like stress. Like Nipsey was doing it. I think Nipsey was doing it in his music, even yeah, though he yeah, came from community. a gang gang style. He was influenced. He was putting a lot of like motivational stuff in his music. Yeah, he was, man. It's just kind of sad that it took him to lose his life before people really to Open me pay attention more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, well, he's dope. Well, I didn't know he was talking about stuff like this, or I didn't know he was so involved in his community. And people like myself, well, I do the same thing. And I was, I'm not even on the level Nipsey was on. It's tough because you say, yo, we doing all this good stuff for our community. We out here trying to do great stuff, but the light doesn't get shined on us. Well, the he way did. Then it's like, oh, he was doing everything. Is that? And that's not, that ain't the truth, though, because when he was alive, yeah, he had a light shine on him, but it wasn't as bright as it should have been. You know what I mean? And so a lot of that plays into, are you an artist that's just doing what everybody else is doing so you can get on, or are you going to be an artist that's true to what you, what you stand for? You know what I mean? And I'm an artist. I'm a true artist. I stand for what I believe in. My music is about what I believe in. I'm just not making random music to put out. Man, what are some of your issues outside of music? Ah, oh, man. Outside of music, man, I'm, I'm really big into sports. I love football. I love basketball. Um, uh, this is music related, too, but I love playing electric guitar. Mm. I love raising my sons. I got two kids, one seven. I got a 15-year-old I adopted. And both of them are in the sports, so I do a lot with them, man. And uh, I would say, other than that, I, I work with um, this company out here called Project Place, and it's a homeless shelter that I work with out here. And then I also work with a an orphanage in Haiti called Kids Connection Haiti. So again, man, I'm out here just trying to do my part in this world. Man, what you like the most about being a father? Just seeing your kids grow, man, and, and seeing them discover things about themselves. And it's cool to see your kids discover their gifts in life and unlock them and be like, oh, dad, I can play basketball. Oh, dad, I didn't know I could, I could play drums until I started playing them the other day, you know. And you just get to see kids unlock their gifts in life. And then I want to know your favorite book and your favorite movie. Ooh, my favorite book. Uh, I would say my favorite book, man, is um, it's a book I, I read uh, recently. And it was called Baltimore After Freddie Gray. 
Mm. And a guy named Sean Yos, who works for the Afro Times out here, wrote the book. And he had a really inside, I would say, input into everything that happened. And he was able to speak with Freddie Gray's family, people on the police force out here. It was just a well done book. And I would say movie wise, my favorite movie was this old movie called Memento. And I always loved this movie because it was told backwards. It was told from the end to the beginning. And it was kind of the first time a film had been put out and it was told in reverse, but made sense. Mm. So to this day, Memento is one of my favorite joints. And then what advice do you give to new artists? Know the business. Don't don't just hop in the studio and make a record. You know, yeah, every blue moon, you know, a record will pop off. That, that does happen. But 99% of the time, you got to really hustle every day and have the mentality that, you know, someone's going to take your spot. You know, this is a competitive business. It's not the way it was 10 years ago, or even 15 years ago, where only selective artists were getting on. Now, if you got any little bit of recording equipment, you can throw anything on SoundCloud. So you really have to know this business. Your music's got to be dope. You got to understand how to make money in this business. You got to make sure your business is tied up, like make sure your music is copyrighted, make sure you with a pro society and just make sure your royalties are being collected. You know, you got to be a businessman as well as a um, musician. You can't just be one or the other. You got to be both. And what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Man, I love my fans and supporters, man, because a lot of my fans, to be honest, are, are people I personally have met. You know what I mean? So. When I drop something, man, or I put something new out, um, I hear from a lot of my fans. And, and daily, a lot of my fans just contact me just to talk to me about life. And that's kind of the way I presented myself as an artist that I'm just a, you know, I'm an artist, but I'm a regular dude. So you're going through something in life, email me, shoot me something on social media. So I talk to a lot of my fans. And, and believe me, they tell me, they be like, yo, a lot of these artists, I'll email them or I'll send them a message on social media and they don't even write me back. I get it. Some of these artists are big and they get a lot of messages every day. But I tell you what I do. I sit down an hour, sometimes two hours every day, man. And I just sit down and answer everybody that wrote me in that day back. What's up? I would say this is the second interview, but anybody they haven't heard about you yet, let them know why should they go check you out and follow you. Definitely, man. I, I'm going to tell you this, man. You know, my name's Wordsmith. I'm repping Baltimore City. I'm a songwriter, performer, motivational hip-hop artist. And I tell people to follow my journey, man, because it's very uplifting, it's positive, And I just feel like my music and, and my journey will give you a better perspective on life. You know, I'm not just uh, doing shows and performing and putting out music here in the U.S. If you've never been overseas, you've never been, never been to different countries, if you follow my journey on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, you'll see I'm, I'm traveling to all different parts of the world and I'm connecting with musicians and in, in all different countries around the world. And I'm putting on shows in countries far away from where we live. So I just tell people follow my journey and get a great perspective on life. All right, man. I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me. Not a problem, my man. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me on the show again. Yeah, no doubt. You want to give me your social media? Yeah, definitely, man. You can check me out. My official website is wordsmithmusic.com. Instagram is wordsmithmusic. Twitter and Facebook. Facebook is just uh, Wordsmith. Popolitikin.com. Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T. 
I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.